0: I read a story about a woman who would prepare meals for her, her husband, and as she would do so, she would work diligently in the kitchen preparing each one of these meals, and, and she would put them into uh, freezer bags, and, and she would put giant labels on each one so that he could read what was in there. There were things um, that she made such as meatloaf and, and pot roast and, and a steak and vegetables, chip, chicken and dumplings and, and beef pot pies, things that were so good. So when she, whenever she asked her husband what she want, what he wanted to eat for dinner, he didn't mention any of all these meals, and, and he didn't list any of the things that she had made. So she began to make the things that he liked to eat. So now, if you'd open their freezer and you'd look inside, you'd see. I don't know, I don't care, or just food. So now whenever she would ask her husband what he wanted to eat, she would give him exactly what he asked for. You know, there's an old saying that's, that goes, you are what you eat. And in our text this morning, we're going to look at four young boys who knew exactly what they wanted to eat. And they didn't want the meatloaf or the pot roast or the steak and vegetables They didn't want the pot pie. No, instead, these boys insisted on eating their vegetables. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about who these four young men were. Well, the first one was Daniel. The second one was Hananiah. There was Mishael. There was Azariah. And these men, they were Judeans. Their parents were probably dead, and, and they were taken from their home. They were in captivity by the Babylonians and they had no place to go, they found themselves in in captivity with little to no chance of ever escaping. But you see, these four boys that we're talking about, they were different. According to our text, they they were men of noble birth. They They were fairly good looking men. I mean, they were intelligent. They had fairly good judgment. They were kind of like me and because of all that they had been chosen to be trained in the court of king nebuchadnezzar but now you see there appears to be a problem because these boys they didn't want to eat any of the food that had been prepared and placed before them by the babylonians because there was something wrong with this food they didn't want to eat any of it. So what's so wrong with this food that they didn't want to eat it? Well, you see, these four young men, they'd been paying attention in Sunday school when their teacher taught. They'd been paying attention in church service when the preacher stood up and told them what they were and they were not to do, and they believed every word of what they had been. Student And and the rabbi said to a student, have you ever heard the phrase, thus have I heard? The student replied, he said, yes, I've heard that many times. It's actually uh, said throughout the Scripture. And the rabbi says to the student, he says, well, son, what have you heard? They had heard. And they'd heard just about enough to know that they probably should not eat the food that's been placed before them by the Babylonians. But that still leaves the question. What was so wrong with this food? Why couldn't they eat this food? Well, in my study, I, I thought maybe it was because this food was unclean. We read in Leviticus chapter 11 that there were many kinds of food that the Israelites weren't supposed to eat. It talks about fish and, and mammals and even different kinds of insects that they weren't supposed to eat. But the most important food that was not supposed to be eaten was pig meat, pork. Then as I read, I began to see something that didn't seem right. Because you see, these boys didn't want to eat meat at all. All they wanted was salad. They didn't want to eat any of the meat that had been placed before them. You would have thought that there would have been some meats that would have been acceptable for them to eat. There would have been some meats that were placed on the clean list, but you see, they didn't want meat at all. All they wanted was salad. So I began to look for a better answer to my question, and I found that answer in a commentary that I came across. It says, Daniel's conscience and the defiling of that to eat of the things offered to or blessed in the name of an idol. So in other words, Daniel and his friends had been asked to to eat this food that had been dedicated to a pagan god, and it had been sacrificed in honor of worship to this god, and that right there was enough for Daniel to say, no, I'm not going to eat that food, I'm not going to touch that food. Now that made a lot of sense. The worship of, of pagan gods was so much a part of the Babylonian society that they even changed the names of these four young men. Daniel, who we know well, was renamed Belshazzar or Bel's treasurer. Bel was a, a god of the Babylonians. He was actually the chief idol of the Babylonians. Second was Hananiah. Any guesses of what they named, renamed Hananiah? Hananiah was called Shadrach. The rack, the ending part of Shadrach, the rack actually stood for their sun god. Next was Meshel. Any, any guesses of what Meshel was named? Meshach. So We have Shadrach and Meshach. Meshach was the name of one of their other gods. And last, Azariah. Any guesses as to the, the name as, as of Azariah? Sunday school kids, any guesses? Abednego. Abednego was a servant or worshiper of Nego, which was another one of the Babylonian gods. So you see, Daniel and his friends, they had a problem. They were strangers in a strange land. The temple wasn't up the street like they were used to that they could go to, and it was a pagan-filled land with pagan practices, and there was no way that these young men could get away. They were stuck. They were trapped in a foreign place. It's kind of like the difference of, of being in church on Sunday and then going to work in a factory on Monday. I use this example because that's exactly what I do every week and some of you here have worked in factories and or have worked in factories and you know what that's like. You know in, in church people tend to mind their manners. But in 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 the world people could really care less about those kind of things. There's there's foul language and and dirty jokes and even in my factory where I worked, there was mention of some maintenance men who would bring playboy magazines, put them in their toy boxes, so that they could look at them together. Now, if you can imagine this for a second, if you can imagine this, you have a pretty good idea I know we all know that we're supposed to behave in church. But what about when we leave this church building? What about when we walk out those doors and we're breathing the same air as all those people who are crude and rude and fairly despicable? I mean, at church, when somebody behaves badly, the elders might take that person aside and explain to them, you know, that's not how we behave in church. But in the world, we don't have that luxury. So the question is, how should you and I handle this kind of thing? Well, let's break the story down a little bit here, a little bit. If you're taking notes this morning, you can write that down. Daniel made up his mind that he wasn't going to go along to get along. In Daniel chapter 1, verse 8